0: Hello friends, and welcome to the Growing and Flourishing Podcast. I hope you have all had a wonderful week, and you are all ready to chat with me. I am so excited for today's conversation. I feel like it's something that I've been practicing more and more each day. It's definitely something that I'm working on, and it's something that I want to better. But it is a huge, 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 huge thing that I'm trying to improve right now. So today we'll be speaking about being present. Lately, it's been really difficult for me to be present. I've been extremely busy with school and work. I've been working regularly eight-hour shifts lately. I typically only work five to six-hour shifts because I am a part-time worker and a full-time student. Therefore, I mostly only work on the weekends or Tuesdays and Thursdays, just short shifts but unfortunately i've been working a lot of shifts lately and although that is quite unfortunate for my mental health it's not unfortunate at all for my wallet i've actually been making relatively good money lately and that makes me so happy (laughs) everyone loves to have money for them to shop but last week i did speak about how I was planning on minimizing and I was getting rid of clothing items that I don't need anymore and although I have money, I have been implementing that into the way that I shop so I have only been picking out things that I know that I truly love and things that I know I would love ages from now. So for example, right now I'm obsessed with cardigans and I have, let's see, one, two, three, four cardigans in my shopping cart Do I need so many cardigans? No, because I already have two at home that I wear on a day-to-day basis, literally. So I am planning on kind of downsizing that and seeing what can I do to not buy all the cardigans. And hopefully I do end up not having $200 worth of clothing in my car and have less because obviously I need to save that money. So that is something that I have been struggling with lately is... Still having that mentality of, oh my gosh, I love it. Like, I'll wear it eventually, and then possibly never wearing it. So, with that being said, I did end up reading Goodbye Things. I know I spoke about reading that last week in the last upload, and luckily I have read it. I actually just finished it yesterday. It took me a while to read it because I've been very busy with school and work, so I haven't really had time to just settle down, disconnect, and do things that I enjoy. Whenever I'm working, I come straight home to do schoolwork, and then I go on and do a next activity that I need to do. And then it's on and on and on and on and I just haven't had a break. But last night I finally had a time to take a break. Literally this whole week I've been doing like two days ahead of work. I don't know if that makes sense the way I said it. But essentially I finished all of my work this week and I don't have any work to do until next Tuesday. So I actually have time. Like I'm probably actually going to relax this weekend. I do have to go to work but other than that, I am actually going to relax and take time to enjoy things. With that being said, my goal going into this week is to enjoy and disconnect more, which is perfect for the subject we're speaking about today. But yes, I was able to read Goodbye Things and it was a lovely book. I would give about like a three out of five stars just because I feel like I didn't enjoy it as much because I couldn't really sit down and read it. But I feel that if I do reread it, I'll give it a higher rating just because I will be able to actually sit down, read it, and enjoy it and really understand the concepts that he's speaking about. So hopefully I can reread it soon. I did enjoy it. He definitely, well I'm speaking about the author of the book, he's definitely a extreme minimalist. He really follows the meaning of minimalist and minimalism and he is a pure minimalist and hopefully one day I can reach that. As of right now, I'm not really focusing on that, and I'm focusing more on decluttering and having a clean space because I'm very, very, very affected by my environment, and if I have a messy room, I feel stressed, I don't feel relaxed, and that's literally my worst, worst, worst fear is to just come home very stressed and have an awfully messy room. So because of that, I usually take weekends or Thursdays, Friday nights to clean my room because being so busy, you end up not really having time to tidy. You end up having to really focus on doing schoolwork rather than making your bed, doing schoolwork rather than doing your laundry, going to work rather than putting up some of the things you left out from last night. And so honestly, that clutter does begin to pile up, but I definitely do think having some time to just take a break and go through everything. Make sure you have what you need. Clean up whatever is messy is definitely, definitely, definitely important. With speaking about decluttering, I was able to sell quite a few items on my Depop, which makes me super, super happy and excited. I am so happy that I get to send off my clothes to a better home. It makes me happy to know that other people are finding items that they enjoy and knowing that they will love and cherish these items just makes me feel so happy for them because I just don't want to get rid of it. You know, some of these clothings gave me a lot of happiness, brought me a lot of joy, and I just don't want to throw them away. That just doesn't feel right. I want to honor their existence by sending them off to other people who will enjoy them. And I know that kind of sounds weird because they're clothing items, they're inanimate objects, but to me, they hold feelings. But other than that, this week I have finally began reading a very controversial book, I guess you could say. It's Weathering Heights by Emily Bronte. I realized in the second episode that I pronounced either Emily or Charlotte Bronte incorrect. And every time I go and listen to it, I just cringe. So I'm very, very sorry for anyone who heard that and also cringed. Trust me, we're on the same page. But it does have a lot of mixed reviews, so it is quite a controversial book. I guess some people either love it or hate it there's not really an in-between so that is actually going to be my current read and well I guess you could say the next read not current but it's the only book I'm reading next and I actually have began using notion to track my books notion is basically like a all-in-one workspace where you can plan organize things it's really great I love it took me quite a while to get hooked on it because I'd see so 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 many people use it and I was always like um I don't understand it so it's really not worth my time to put so much effort into something but the way I started Notion essentially is that I just made a daily to-do list. I couldn't really find a good app that was great for daily to-do lists everyone would say just use your notes app but for some reason I just couldn't get into it because I had so many other types of notes in my notes app so that's the reason I really didn't enjoy it so I just went on notion downloaded it and I find it a lot easier to use on my laptop rather than my phone or my iPad so I just went on my laptop and I did a simple daily to-do list layout I basically just put the date in the headings and then check boxes, to-do list boxes of whatever I had to get done that day and I think it's so simple and now that I've gotten the hang of it, it really is just a great way to jot down something quickly that you need and move on. The next template or page that I have, I think that's what they call it, is probably a bit more um, intricate than my daily to-do list. This one actually took me quite some time to do. It's a books page. It's all about the books that I've read, the books that I'm reading, the books that I want to read, and my ratings on them. Luckily, I do have all the dates that I have read these books, so that is something I want to add to it eventually, so I can kind of keep a list of all the books that I read this year sometimes it ends up just being too much and you're like wow I really read that and it's like yeah you did you just forgot (laughs) like I totally forgot that I read Convenience Store Woman and uh, while I was making this list I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I totally forgot that book because I really enjoyed it but it was just a ton of books that I totally forgot to add like How to Train Your Mind I listened to that book but yeah like sometimes it just becomes too much so It's really great to just be able to write it all down and then be able to keep a list of it. In this page, I have a table, so it's, the first column is the name of the book, the second one is the status, so read, want to read, or reading. The third column is a rating with one through five stars, and then eventually I'm going to add a fourth column, which will be the dates that I read it from. So I can kind of keep track as well as, I can kind of keep track from which dates and how long it takes me to read these books. So I think that's very, very interesting. I totally love Notion. I want to use it for more and more things. I probably won't ever be super cool about using it for business, but I probably just keep it pretty simple to planning things and just simple pages that I want to do. I think the next... I want to plan for my Notion is probably like a podcast page where I plan all the episodes and then go in depth about what I want to include in the episodes, as well as I think I also want to add a kind of sticky note page. I know that there's like sticky note apps out there and stuff, but I really do want to add a sticky note page and then eventually a journaling page. I know that some people use physical journals. I used to, but for some reason I can't ever keep up with the habit. So lately I'm just going to be using my Notion. And journaling definitely is something that I struggle with. Sometimes I just write it quickly down in my notes app, on my iPad, or on my iPhone just to get it off of my mind. But I kind of really, really do want to just start focusing on the concept of journaling. So I was watching a YouTuber, I believe her name, I believe it was Chris Soup. I started using, oh, I'm so sorry. It was Chris Soup, I believe, I think she, or Jen I am, Jen M, Jen I am? Hmm, I don't remember. But basically, I don't remember who exactly it was, but they had started using Notion as kind of like their five-minute journal. And that really, really inspired me. Hopefully, I can do the same. And I think that's just a really simple and easy way to kind of get things off of your mind. So I definitely recommend Notion. I also really, really do love it because it's like, So many things, and it's all just in this one little app in your pocket. Like, it's minimalism to... I can't speak. It's minimalism to find. Like, you don't need much than just one app, so i really like notion i really recommend it this sounds like it was sponsored by notion i don't have any sponsors i'm just speaking from my heart and saying what i truly love so definitely recommend notion i think it's great for planning great for getting things off of your mind and it's so easy to use you can choose if you want it for your business for your personal values and stuff or i don't know yeah i love i love notion i want to keep using it and get better and better at it i finally feel included in the circle of Notion lovers because I remember when everybody was talking about it, I was like, okay, what is up with you guys in Notion? But now I finally understand it. And this is actually (laughs) making me laugh for some reason, but I'm about to add like a monthly, weekly thing in notion to water my plants because sometimes i totally forget luckily they're still alive actually got a new plant it's a bonsai tree but it's a money tree and it's so beautiful i don't know what to name it so that's gonna be something i'm working on but yeah i'm just so excited notion makes me so happy i'm so grateful that it exists okay now we can finally get into the episode about being present Alright, so being present basically means a number of things to a number of different people. It's kind of a subjective meaning, I guess you could say, but I think being present includes a number of things. These things can be anything from taking breaks from your phone, spending time with your family, enjoying a hobby, whether these hobbies be taking time to read a book, laying out in the grass, playing with pets, gardening. Hobbies to me are a huge part of disconnecting and learning how to be present. So, because pres- being present includes all of these different things, it kind of leads you to think, okay, well, if being present, let's say, is just disconnecting from my phone, okay, then I disconnected. But I still don't feel like I'm in the moment and I don't really feel like I understand why I'm here. That's a huge, huge, huge part of learning how to be present. Is learn basically being aware and learning how to be aware of where you are, why you're here, what you're doing to be here, why you're here. I literally just said that. <laughs> but essentially just being mindful and practicing mindfulness is a huge 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 step in part of being present. So of course being aware of why you're here and why you're experiencing what has made you who you are is a huge 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 part of learning how to be present. I always say that learning how to be present first begins with not dwelling on the past. This. Brings us back to our first episode, you really have to learn to forgive others and forgive yourself for past situations. If you're consistently dwelling on the past, you'll never live in the moment. It's important to let go of these things in your past that aren't so important to you and that bring no meaning to your life anymore. Let go of whatever doesn't serve you. I'm sure you've heard that saying somewhere. It's a super, super important saying. If something isn't important to you, why are you paying any attention to it? For example, let's say I have a perfume that I bought because I just thought it would be fun to have, like it's an expensive brand, but I never really enjoyed the smell, like why do I still have it, right? Let's say it's the same with a cardigan that you bought and you loved, but you ended up just letting it go because it, like it just, you moved on from it. You might as well sell it donate it give it to a better home there's no reason to keep it that's the same with your thoughts it is extremely difficult to let go of things it is extremely difficult to just forget and literally just pretend something never even happened but it is quite important to learn to let go of these things in order for you to grow and to move past these things as a whole You'll never really understand why you went through the things you went through if you never really take time to understand the things that you went through and to understand why the things that you went to occurred. So definitely doing self-reflection and looking at an in on ourselves and understanding why we're here is extremely important in not only growing as a human being but learning how to be present. When it comes to forgiving others and forgiving yourself, You have to acknowledge that these past actions happened in the past. They're not in the present, and there are ways to seek help if they're still affecting you. Knowing that you're not alone and knowing that no one is holding these bad feelings towards you and you're not holding these towards others really helps set a basis for you to be able to live in the moment instead of dwelling on the past and thinking about the past and thinking about things that you did in the past that you wish you would have done now. So really forgiving the past, forgetting the past, and knowing that that's back there, it's time to move on to now, is extremely important. Obviously, not everyone can truly move on that quickly. We all take time, and things take steps in order to be resolved, and that's totally okay. But just ensuring that you're going through these motions and these things in order to resolve what you're going through before you beat yourself up for not being present and for not living in the moment is extremely important in order for you to grow. Really understand that whatever happened in the past is not you you are not responsible for whatever happened back then, that was a whole different version of who you are. If you've truly grown, then you're not responsible for the things you did in your past. You can either reach out to whoever you hurt, reach out to whatever you did, whether it be something that you bring in front of you with your eyes closed and look at it and say, I'm sorry, I'm letting you go. Or if you physically reach out to this person and message them or call them or visit them and apologize, that you should have never done what you did and just leave it at that and move on, that's fine. Sometimes people won't forgive you. Sometimes people won't forget what happened, but that's because they are tainted and that's some personal growth that they have to do themselves. That's not your fault. That's not on you at that point. Therefore, truly forgiving others and forgiving yourself for past situations is a huge, huge, huge important step in order to be present and to live in the present. You can't always expect yourself to give your undivided attention to people when you're thinking about something you did two months ago or yesterday or the day before yesterday. Letting envy be present is something that I live by. You don't need to wish that you were somewhere else you may enjoy where you are now that's something that i actually used to do a lot is that let's say i'd be hanging out with someone or let's say i'd be in one certain situation let's say with family i'd be like oh my gosh i wish i was hanging out with my friends oh my gosh i wish i wasn't here that is living in the past that's knowing that you wish you were somewhere else obviously Being present means trying to enjoy the situation that you're in. Therefore, letting envy be present and knowing that you are where you are for a reason is extremely important. You have to make sure that you don't overcloud your thoughts where where you could be and what you could be doing rather than enjoy where you're doing now and enjoy where you are now. You could possibly find happiness in what you're in, the situation that you're in, and enjoy the people you're around obviously this does exclude certain situations if you are in a very very awful situation please get out of it don't enjoy the situation don't hope you were there forever obviously get yourself out of bad situations but i'm generally speaking about simple situations say you're hanging out with your boyfriend your girlfriend um you're hanging out with your family you're hanging out with your friends but you're not really there because you kind of wish you were somewhere else You may find enjoyment in the situation that you're in. You may find enjoyment in that dinner that you went out with your parents but you really didn't want to go. You may find enjoyment in this movie that your friends wanted to watch but you're not really into the type of movies they like. So that's why you didn't watch it. Or that's why you didn't want to watch it. But if you take some time to just disconnect and to just really allow yourself to be in the moment with your friends you may find that you actually enjoy the movie you may find that you actually enjoy the dinner that you're going out with your parents to. really learning how to be present and being mindful of where you're at can help relieve mental health symptoms actually sometimes it can make it easier to manage stress obviously if you are distracting yourself from these short-term worries that does help in relieving anxiety As well as letting go of these past situations and not wishing you were somewhere else or not wishing you were someone else really helps you learn how to be present and can honestly teach you ways how to learn to be in tune with yourself. Not only does being present and being mindful of where you're at and who you are and why you are the person that you are help with anxiety and stress, but it can also help with self-reflecting. I always emphasize the importance of self-reflection, but it does help with understanding ourselves and understanding our emotions and understanding why we are the people that we are. So not only can it help with that, but it can also help strengthen relationships. Obviously, we all enjoy and love attentions, but really focusing on the moment and focusing on your friends presence, your partner's presence, your parents' presence, it can truly strengthen those relationships and truly help you understand one another and kind of work on areas that you need to work on. Learning how to be present and learning how to be mindful in the moment can really help you flourish into the beautiful person that you'll become. Help you flourish your garden, your forest, your jungle, whatever you feel is who you are, and whatever you feel represents you, it'll help you flourish into that. It can also really help you understand those around you. If you really take time to disconnect, to be present, to be mindful, it can really help you understand who are these people that you're surrounding yourself with? Are these people right for you? What can you work on to strengthen your relationships? Really, being in the moment and understanding why you're in this moment is an extremely important part into becoming that person that you'd like to become. I think you'll find that you'll enjoy experiences a lot more when you do take this time to disconnect and to be present and understand others and understand the situations you're in and understand why you are the way you are. So some ways that I definitely recommend for you to be present in the moment and disconnect is definitely turn off your phone. Next time you hang out with someone, next time you go hang out with your parents or your partner just send a quick text to someone who might be worried about you and tell them hey i'm gonna be really busy today not gonna be on my phone much and you can go ahead and put your phone on do not disturb or turn it off if that's what you please and really just enjoy the situation you're in let's say you go out for a picnic with your friends take a cute picture obviously because we all like to take cute pictures and then turn it off Disconnect your phone, put it on Do Not Disturb, and then just sit there and conversate and talk about the things you guys enjoy. Obviously, if you decide to play some music, that's fine, but just make sure that you're in the moment with your friends and that you're conversating and that you're happy and that you really appreciate each other's presence, especially nowadays. It's extremely difficult to really enjoy others' presence because we don't see so many people. I do think that's something that we do tend to take for granted is other people's presence we don't really appreciate that all of these people around us and all of these wonderful people who are blessing us with their their experiences and their presence are here and that we should be grateful for it rather than not really acknowledging that but when you really take some time to practice gratitude and tell your friends hey you know i'm thankful that you're my friend you really learn that things are a lot brighter than you expected it to be Therefore, I totally, totally, totally recommend being present. A good way to break into being present is by practicing hobbies, whether that be gardening, playing with your pet, laying out on the grass, taking time to read a book. Definitely practice some hobbies and learn that when you kind of disconnect yourself from the outside world and focus in on one thing, you're practicing mindfulness and you're practicing the art of being present. Definitely removing distractions to give your 100% undivided attention is extremely important. Definitely keep in mind that you shouldn't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on the past. Let envy be present. Don't wish you were in other places. And disconnect. And I'm sure you'll learn that being mindful and being present is one of the most important qualities of life. I really do hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm so, so sorry about the airplanes. I don't know if I spoke about this in a past episode, but yes, I do live very close to an airport, so there are planes literally every two minutes, as well as it is storming outside, which I love because I love the rain, but hopefully that wasn't too loud either. Luckily, there wasn't any lightning or thunder, so that didn't really sound in the recording but definitely the airplanes did i have been trying to pause whenever an airplane flies over so you don't hear too much but if it's in the middle of an important point that i'm making then i just keep speaking but i have hope that one day i'll record and there won't be a million maybe a trillion airplanes flying over But yes, I hope you all take some time to enjoy these hobbies, take some time to enjoy yourself, enjoy your friends, enjoy those around you, enjoy your pets, and literally disconnect. Be present. Be mindful of where you are and who you are. And with that being said, I can't wait to chat with you guys next week. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Signing off. Bye!